Oh no, it's coming. It's already here. <gasps> Season three of post credits. <laughs> so welcome, my best boys and girls, to season three post credits. And yes, I have chosen the motto for post credits. But before we get to that, let's get into the episode for today. And I have two very special guest stars. You know her, you love her, but you don't love her more than me. My wife, Michaela. Hello. Next up. He's my friend. He's my he was my groomsman. He has glasses. He loves all animals except for polar bears. He has also committed several war crimes in Southeast Asia. What? They're in the trees. They're in the trees. Oh wait, <laughs> sorry. I was reading my bio. Oh oh right. I never did any of that stuff yeah. in Vietnam. <laughs> yeah yeah. Say hello to Christian, everyone. Hello out there. It's great to be here. It's the first time I've been on a podcast in like. Four years, so this will be fun. Perfect. All right. So, today we are going to talk about the movie, The Circle. What is The Circle, you may ask? Well, stick around. It's a shape. Thank you. I assume my, I assume my listeners know their basic geometry. It's the pointy one, right? Pointy one, right? It, yeah. No, no, actually, it's the one with the right angles. The right, right angles, right, right? Yeah. Four right angles. So, I mean, actually, yeah, it's pointy, but yeah. Yeah, it is pointy, right? Yeah. yeah. So, The Circle is on Netflix, and it is not the stupid reality TV show called The Circle. I have no idea what that is, but it sounds stupid. It's called, actually called Circle. Just very basic. And it's about a bunch of strangers who are in a room, and they have to, uh, well, decide who gets killed next. It's, uh, it's not a typical movie, meaning we're kind of introduced to everyone at once. There's no real central main characters. There's some... Characters where it just revolves, the plot revolves around, some don't say anything at all, but overall, we're all introduced to them around the same time, and they're all somewhat major, uh, until they die. Yeah, no, I mean, I think the thing that the movie does very well is, at different points in the movie, different characters come to center stage until they're either killed or whatever, the plot moves past them to the next characters it's focusing on but they eventually resurface but they did a really good job of still making you connect with everybody even though you connect with a lot of people in the movie yep uh so what happens is that eventually they figure out that they can vote off who gets killed next and when they do this guy comes in he's like all right the tribe has spoken and then he snuffs their that's Survivor, not not the Circle. I just watched the season finale of Survivor, so I apologize for that unfortunate mishap. I, I hope your audience can forgive you. I don't really watch much of those sorts of shows, so I'm lost. But fair enough. No, no, no. Lost, Lost is a different show. Oh, right. Yeah, I haven't watched that one either. I'm more of a movie guy. Oh, okay, fair, fair. Yeah. Um. So basically, yeah, that's the plot of the Circle, and they have to figure out what to do basically that's kind of the general plot they have to figure out what to do they're all in a room with a bunch of strangers yeah yeah i thought it was interesting that they have a lot of different kinds of people in the room too different like occupations and like different types of people different personalities and some are like really dominant and trying to control the whole thing but then that really just ends up putting them in trouble. So it's interesting to see how it all plays out. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you really do see the... It becomes very clear who the good people are and who the bad are. Well, you'll sometimes be surprised by who <laughs> is brave and who isn't brave. The movie does a very good job of veiling that. But, mm-hmm. yeah, there's all kinds of people yeah. of, of all manner of moral backgrounds. And the one interesting thing is there are hardly any names to any of the characters. There are very few names, mainly when it's important to the plot or it just seems to fit or else it'd be unnatural, but there are no real names. Like, they're all... Like, Michaela was looking up the credits and she said that they all have just descriptions. Asian kid, tattoo man, cop, lesbian, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because the only time that the names came up is when they either volunteered their name because they were defending themselves mm-hmm. or um, if people asked them their name. But otherwise, they didn't have any names. Yes. Um, fair warning, there will be spoilers for this movie. Um, this movie is on Netflix. It's only one hour, 26 minutes. So if you go on to go watch it, pause it. We don't mind. Um, just pause it. Come back here. And otherwise, sit back, relax. And enjoy. So, Christian, let me ask you something. Do yes. you like action? Oh, yeah. I love 80s action movies. They're great. You know, with explosions and stuff. Yeah, you know? they're great. Yeah. Well, this is not the movie for you. Darn. Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't wield two machine guns. Sorry. He, there, there's no Arnold Schwarzenegger. There's no machine guns. There's, yeah. Oh, darn. There's just a zappy thingy. Yes. Well, no, and actually, um... That, that's something that's very interesting about the movie is the whole thing is takes place in this one black room with all the apparatus that allows them to select who they want to kill in the middle, which they do with their hands. But all the action takes place in this room and these people can't move out of their immediate circle that they're standing in because if they do, they get killed. So something that the writers and directors of this movie did amazingly well is keep the story interesting even though the whole thing is dialogue like pure dialogue and it's all in one place except for at the very end where spoiler alert you're you were already warned the one guy that uh, makes it out is released into like the Los Angeles River and you see him walk around in the area of the Los Angeles River but otherwise that's the only time the setting changes. And they did an amazing job of keeping it interesting. Yeah, one movie that actually is mainly dialogue-based but falls terribly flat is the movie Unfriended. I haven't seen that one. Uh, don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, basically, Unfriended, I've ranted about this on my podcast before. It's a bunch of losers in high school and actually in the Fresno area. And, um, yeah. <laughs> and um, they basically just end up fighting each other on a zoom call and then they all get killed but this this movie actually did well because they have to there's actually more of a plot they have to decide what's a what's going on and b what are they gonna kill who they're gonna kill and what do they do about it yeah yeah actually i just thought of another movie that's somewhat similar or not in every way but in terms of like the one setting type thing and that would be rear window by alfred hitchcock where it's basically just all in this guy's room and he's watching what's going on outside of his window. So it's a similar type idea to that, from that standpoint at least. That's true. Um, yeah, I I thought it was interesting too that it was 
just in one setting. I feel like I usually don't prefer those kind of movies. Like, the, it all just takes place in the same location for at least the majority of it. Like, the last couple minutes is basically when it changed when they left the room. Or at least when that guy did. And they showed the other people who survived probably the other circles that they were in. Um, like, I thought it it was entertaining the whole time. And it kept me interested in, like, seeing what was going to happen next and who was going to be taken out next. And sometimes it would surprise you. Like, you think someone's going to get out and then it randomly picks someone else that wasn't even saying anything. So sometimes it's random, too, and not always that predictable. So I I felt like even though it it was mostly in the same place, it was still pretty interesting to see how they decided to, like, vote for certain people and sometimes it would get like political or they would think like keep the children are alive or the women that are there. So it it was really interesting. I think it's kind of like normal, like what we would normally say, like who to keep alive in the real world um, was kind of also what they were going based off of too in the movie. Yeah, because the main... Like, the movies definitely makes you think, in general, about human nature and how you would react if you were put in that situation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the ultimate question became, who do we want to have live? And some people basically narrowed it down to there was a young child and a pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. And the people that I'd consider the morally virtuous people wanted to ensure that those two people were the ones that survived and then... Well, they could make the morbid choice of which one of them would live. And all of the less morally virtuous people were just trying to rig the game so that uh, they survived. And some were even like, hey, let's kill the mother and her child and the little child that was um, the other choice so that we all have a better chance of survival. Yeah, Yeah. That's basically what the plot boiled down to, essentially. There was a lot of stuff in the middle and at the start because they have to, you know, explain everything. But that's, yeah, that's pretty much what the central plot became. Like, hey, who do we keep alive? Who do we kill? Who, who lives? Um, eventually, they even pick sides. Like, all right, this person's on my side. Well, this person's on your side. And then, blah, and then this person's on this. It basically became, like, a numbers game, essentially, like they said. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and also, for context, the reason... We, we're not given a ton of background because... The characters don't have a ton of background, even the one guy that survives doesn't fully know what's going on, but there is an alien invasion, and these al- and everyone's trying to get out of town. We pick this up from people vaguely remembering things, but they're trying to get out of Los Angeles, they're backed up on the freeway, and it's so backed up that everyone just gets out of their cars and starts running, and then they all get beamed up, and they're put into this room, and the aliens are playing this sick game with them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's made very clear at the end when the one survivor is beamed back into Los Angeles because you see the flying saucer sitting over the top of LA. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very scary. Um, now the people, were they like super attractive? Because, you know, everyone likes seeing attractive people. Was it like, you know, shirtless buff guys and hot women, you know, was it all that stuff? No, no, Aww. no, Arnold, I know no Darn. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I was so disappointed, but, um, very disappointing. <laughs> Yes, but no, that was something that I think they did very well too. Uh, to be fair, it's because this was an in- this is an indie movie, right? Yeah, it's not like you know major no major actors. There was like one guy that Michaela recognized, mm-hmm. and he didn't even play a major role too. 
Oh, yeah, too. Yeah. But, so, I mean, since this is an indie movie, this is part of the reason why, but all the people truly look like an, a random selection of 50 people mm-hmm. from L.A. Yeah. It didn't look... Like, there wasn't, like, any... A, a disproportionate amount of attractive actors you would know, which I think made the movie more interesting. If it would have had, say, you know, um, Morgan Freeman and, um, oh, why am Scarlett I... Scarlett Johansson. Exactly. Chris Evans. Yeah. Oh, I'm just naming the Avengers yeah, it, cast members at Yeah, this there, there you go. Yeah, exactly. If you, if you just had a big bunch of actors, it would take away from the movie. So the fact that they yeah. were all normal people, it made the movie feel more real. Because, oh, these are just normal mm-hmm. people deciding who's, who dies. <laughs> but I actually 100% agree with that. That's an interesting point you brought up because... Eventually, we're kind of just rooting for people based on their virtues, you know. Like, mm-hmm. We don't, we barely know anyone. Yeah, sure, yeah. Michaela was rooting for the person, <laughs> for the actor she knew. But, like, if they had, like, RDJ, Robert Downey Jr., and he was being, like, a huge jerk in this. Like, basically saying, oh, yeah, kill everyone. Kill the women and the children. Screw them all. <laughs> You'd still end up rooting for him because, you know, RDJ, he's mm-hmm. Iron Man. Yes. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. Like, if they did have major actors, you would want them to live and you'd be really upset like when they would get killed off most likely they would so i felt like since we barely knew at least like most of these people like it wasn't that hard to see them go because like since pretty much everyone does die except one person like at least that we're watching not we don't know about the other circles but the one that we do witness it's kind of like it doesn't really phase us because we don't really know them anyway so I feel like that made it easier too because they probably didn't want to put a, a bunch of stars in it and you see all of them go because that could be more upsetting. So I think that and, made it a lot easier. And, well, also it makes it more realistic because, mm-hmm. again, it almost puts you in the shoes of like you're there because yeah. it's like, oh, these are just random people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and don't have any preconceived notions. Mm-hmm. And also I would just get bogged down with all of them because like I saw the new Cheaper by the Dozen with Zach Braff. I just saw JD from Scrubs. Um, I know uh, John Krasinski is branching out into more things. I just see Jim Halpert. Mm-hmm. And if like Chris Evans was there, I would just see Captain America. Yes. I, I would just see who I predominantly know them as. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like that was a great choice not casting like super big, super well-known actors. Yeah. Although it would be kind of interesting just to see a conglomerate <laughs> of just all these actors and scenes. Yeah. That is yeah. true. Sort of like those... Old school, they were really big in like the 50s and 60s. I don't remember what the technical term for them was, but they were these massive big picture movie or big budget movies like, say, um, The Greatest Story Ever Told, mm-hmm. where the Roman soldier that says, surely this man was the son of God, and that's his only line in the whole movie, was played by John Wayne. <laughs> you wouldn't have a big name actor like that today just say one line in a movie, typically. typically. They, they actually did that in Deadpool too. Well, that, that is true. I mean, I'm not saying it, it doesn't happen, but I'm saying that that was more common back then. But it would be interesting to see that, yeah. 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 Alright, well that was all the surface level. Now we're just going to go a little bit deeper. We interrupt this episode of Postcards Podcast to bring you some breaking news. We have cats now. My wife and I adopted some cats. Actually, we kind of adopted her. She was just kind of there. And you know what? In the words of Dr. Doofenshmirtz, it was a very strange set of circumstances. And in the words of Holly, that's her name, the cat, um, (laughs) meow. (laughs) So yes, we have three cats. Holly, Willow, and Finn. 
you, you may be able to hear them now. Yes, no, I, I shouldn't have spoken on her behalf. She's more than capable. <laughs> so that's why you guys shouldn't kill me. I have cats. <laughs> okay, so in the over the course of the movie, there's there's many people try to develop their own kind of, you know, logic of who to kill. Because, you know, this is a pretty big decision. You're not, you know, choosing an ice cream flavor or, you know, choosing a college major or, you know, some other stupid, trivial, unimportant decision. Yes. Although, and also something that um, I don't think we mentioned is that the way that this room that they're put in works is that they, they have to choose who dies next. There's no way for them True. not to. Yeah. We... And if there's a tie, unless there's a tiebreaker, then both people die. Uh, that's, and that's if... all part of the mechanic. And if they don't vote, because they did try that, then some random person just gets zapped and killed. Yeah, exactly. They, they have to make the moral choices. So, over the course of the movie, many people develop many different re- ways and situations on how to operate it. The first guy that kind of speaks up says that all the old people should die first. So he points out five random older people and says that they should die next because they're lo- they would logically die. So what do you guys all think of that, that plan? Um, well... The, the other part about his plan is at the time, since it was very early on, they were hoping that there was a way out of the game. So he was like, okay, if we're going to have to kill people every time, let's kill the old people first to buy us more time to figure out how to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. I have to say that if you're in that situation and you think there's still hope to save more than just whoever is the surviving person, I think that makes a lot of sense. Because it's based on the premise that the old people have already lived life. Mm-hmm. I, I really can't think of any really good argument to the contrary. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you, you took out the people who lived the most life. I mean, there that is a very valid point. But there's also another side of this coin. Mm-hmm. It's a coin note! Not really, I just wanted to bring in that throwback from season one. So, <laughs> the, the person suggesting it was a very young guy. He's listed as college guy, correct? Yeah. yeah. So, he said, like, over what? Over 70? 50, 60, 70? Yeah, every, yeah over uh, 70, I think it was. Yeah. And so, what if they get to the people that are under 70? He's like, okay, 60. And then 50. Then 40. Then 30. Because he's young. He would probably make it to the end. I wondered if that was his... I mean, I'm pretty sure you're right. There is some validity to him. Like, mm-hmm. they just wanted to find a way out, and they just decided to kill the people that have already lived the most life. But there could have been also a more sinister reason where he just wanted to live as long as he could by slowly lowering the age limit. It's oh. a foot-in-the-door technique. Oh, I'm, oh I'm, I have no doubt. It, especially the way that they portrayed him, that he probably wasn't on the up-and-up. I was more speaking to the principal as a whole. But yeah, okay. no. Base, the way they portrayed him, it's kind of on the fence, but actually right before he dies, he picks on this one person who looks old, but the reason why they look old is they had chemotherapy and they were actually only 50, and there were still much older people left mm-hmm. in the room. Mm-hmm. For him to pick, and that's what got him killed. So no, yeah. he he was not a good faith actor. But if you were truly one of the virtuous people in this movie, and you thought again, you thought that there was hope, mm-hmm. you would um, of course you'd want to go after the people who have lived the most life. Essentially, yeah, I agree. And uh, 
That is a very fair principle, although it is very hard to watch. You know, they're pleading for their lives. Mm -hmm. It's honestly harder to watch because they know they're going to die and there's nothing really they can do about it. Mm -hmm. So they just, you know, they try that. And then they just basically, what they try to do is they try to stop them, but they can't because, you know, it's like a bunch of people are kind of just agreeing and then voting you off and Mm -hmm. boom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the thing about this whole situation is... There comes a point where it's a horrible situation, but it's the situation you're in. You have to live with it. Although what's interesting, too, is as the movie progresses, it becomes clearer and clearer that the only hope for anyone is that one person would survive. That's the only hope in the situation. So at that point, it really just becomes a matter of politics. of who basically along political lines of who is in favor of I know this is a midterm season we got a lot to choose as soon as their people are going to be in the political race and people are going to be dropping now and then there's going to be the debates at uh, oh you you don't mean those no no my my bad I'll I'll, I'll put away yeah there 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 are no politicians there are no people who are politicians in this movie because um it probably would have been the right thing to do to vote them killed first but (laughs) anyhow um uh yeah no it really became a political game of oh well we think that we should go about or we want this person to survive or oh we want this person to survive or oh we're going to treat everyone equally, and it's just a matter of who's the most clever who can survive. A.K.A., like I keep saying, the morally uh, less yeah. virtuous people. Yeah, and um, so one thing that they... Uh, one thing that would almost guarantee you next in line to be killed, shouting off your own opinion. Well, not just shouting off your own opinion, but especially if you started going after people, mm-hmm. and especially if you started going after people for not a good reason. Yeah. Like the young guy going after the person with cancer. Mm-hmm. Or if you truly started to show your own colors, your true colors, that you were being a selfish actor. Because to be fair, there are plenty of people that spouted off that didn't get mm-hmm. tagged because they spouted mm-hmm. off. But that's because they were really, they seemed to be pretty virtuous. For example, the mil- there was a military character who was right. in favor of letting the uh, pregnant woman... Or letting the pregnant woman and the child choose at the end, which I think is the morally most sensible choice. And uh, he just, he gets taken out in a four-way tie, but people weren't... Five-way. Four people died. Oh, that's right. It was a five-way tie. Right. And even though he was targeted, it was for political reasons. It wasn't because he spoke up. But yes, if you started talking and it's like, oh, this person's actually a schmuck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was a couple times where it was like, how have we not killed this guy already? Yeah. Like, the guy with tattoos. He beat up his girlfriend multiple times. He gets killed. Cop turns out to be racist. He's gone. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the rich guy is homophobic. Gone next. Although, to be fair, he was being obnoxious throughout the whole thing. I am surprised he lasted yeah. as long as he did. Yeah. He was on my short list of people I want to go right away. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I thought... It was interesting the way that they picked people out with who they would vote for next and how they were trying to be logical with it. Like, I also thought it made sense with trying to keep the the woman that was pregnant and the little girl alive at the end. I was 
thinking that um kind of the whole time I think I was on that side um but I feel like if if I was in that situation I would be like this one guy that made it pretty close to the end that just did not vote Mm -hmm. I don't think I could vote for anyone so I think I would just stand there and be quiet like this guy this one guy was who like did not say anything the whole time because I noticed how like when people say things it usually gets them killed most of the time because they're saying stuff that other people don't agree with or um or maybe they're like being mean to other people and so usually then they'll be voted for next because of what they said so it seemed like if you just don't say anything usually that would help sometimes they would randomly pick out people that seem to not really say much but it did seem like they were safer in that situation if he didn't say anything and I think I'd probably just would not vote and just stand there and like see what happens a few things though is that's really interesting is that sometimes they just it randomly zaps someone mm-hmm. like someone's just in the middle of spouting off his own their own opinion and then someone else gets killed like yeah. there's this one part where this guy has just been kind of nihilistic the entire time like we're all screwed everyone's gonna die there's no hope whatever he starts going off on a rant about anti-religion basically one man mentions he's a minister so he's basically like yeah Screw all this. You guys are all idiots. And then they're like, oh, are you calling us all idiots? And then when we think he's going to get zapped, it's this one random girl who hasn't said anything this entire time. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, wasn't it, wasn't the girl who got zapped that time the one who was the undergrad? No, that was, that was, that's a different time. Oh, that is This time. was, this was just some random girl that he vaguely indicated agreed with her. He, mm-hmm. They just showed a shot of three people and then this one girl slightly nods. Like, it's a blink if you miss it situation. That's when... That's when the girl that just randomly just decides to get zapped gets zapped. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, that's probably something where you, if you were going to fault the writers, maybe they just did that to build tension. But it would have been nice to have had a little bit more of an explanation for those randoms. Mm-hmm. So True. it was more like the surprise wasn't truly that it came out of nowhere, but more that there was a case built for why they would have killed those people. But the way that the editing was being done and whatnot. You thought it was going to be someone else, but then it's like, oh, they went for that person this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, that that's a minor critique, I think. Yeah. yeah. Also, kind of going off on that same thread, again, nitpicking here. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the times, the, again, the set, again, towards the middle, they realize that's probably going to be the pregnant girl or the young girl in the end. And eventually they figure out, like, we can't vote for, there's a side of people that don't want to vote for them and a side of people who do want to vote for them. Mm-hmm. And then, sorry, cat, cat, cat troubles. <laughs> and so then, they eventually all decide, eventually, I guess, all the people that didn't want to vote for the girl just voted for this one older woman who said nothing. They all kind of unanimously decided mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, again, the older woman just gets killed. Which, I mean, they probably were, the, the explanation you could have there is, okay, they sort of had a flashback to the young guy originally thought process where it's like yeah true okay we're, we're not sure what to do so let's vote out the oldest person which might be that might have been what was going on yeah true oh also jacob yes um there is the one other thing that i was a little confused about and thought was a plot hole until you explained it would you care to go into that one about um or do we not want to get into who survived and who died just We yet? don't want to get into that just Oh, okay, yet. okay. I'm jumping the gun there. I'm jumping the gun. <laughs> yeah. Or else, you know, if you jump the gun... Thud. <laughs> 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 no, 
no, no, no, no, not that kind of theme. Oh, I, I was talking about the theme for. I was talking about the theme for Ray, you know, in Star Wars, and like the themes in Star Wars. John Williams. Oh, Williams. No, not, not oh. that theme. Dun dun da 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 Dude, we've been recording this entire time. Oh no. That's embarrassing. Should we just cut it? Are people gonna get confused about this? I mean Should we cut it? What do you think? I, I think this is on brand for the podcast. I don't think we should. Okay. <laughs> I say keep it. Oh, okay, I'll keep it. Keep it? Okay, alright. Okay, so now we're gonna get into some themes. Oh, let me cut you off for one thing. This is kinda like um that whole thing was kind of like at the end of the song when they purposefully laugh at the end of the recording and make it act like it was supposed to be that way, but it was planned, or it wasn't supposed to be that way, but it was planned all along. Yeah. That's what happened there, so. <laughs> and also, okay, so the theme, um, <laughs> this is gonna be a weird shift, but there's a theme of hopelessness, kind of, and that is woven throughout the thing, because the room's dark, it's red, black and red, kind of scary colors, you know? Black Widows. True. And not the fun one with Scarlett Johansson beating no. up bad people. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we all like that Black Widow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so there's one theme of hopelessness that I initially, as a writer, didn't like. Um, there's one scene, there's one part, so people have already been killed, and they're kind of just at the point where they're just killing anyone that spouts off an opinion. Um, and, uh, one thing that they say is, do we have any volunteers? Does anyone want to volunteer to step forward and then get zapped? And this one, and no one wants to, then this one kid speaks up and they're like, no, 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 not you. You're too young. And so they're like, no, he's too young. And then, then another man says, I'll do it. And then, you know, step, basically, big chat energy. Yes. Steps forward and then gets himself killed. And then who dies next? The kid. Yeah. I just feel like, as a writer, that's stupid, because, like, you know, you kept him alive for two extra minutes. Like, mm. well, what's up with that? Well, but they, they're also, then, though, like, also talked about how, um, when the kid wanted to step forward, they're like, oh, well, you should let him, because that's his choice. Yeah, but... So it was another part of it, too. I, I just feel like that really emphasizes the theme of hopelessness, because, like, what's the point? He's gonna die soon anyways. Like, it's kind of interchangeable, but... Exactly, which I think it also shows how, in many ways, um, the idea, even though I argued for why it was a good idea in the beginning to decide who you wanted to kill and who you didn't want to kill, once it became clear that only one person was leaving, you just wanted to figure out who your last two people were going to be, and after that it really didn't matter, so... So it kind of, that whole interaction kind of shows the fruitlessness of deciding who dies first because it didn't really sink in until the end that, okay, there is only one person walking out of here. Only one. Yeah, in the words of Freddie Mercury, nothing really matters. Anyone can see. Nothing. Not blind people. That is fair. Fair point. (laughs) You know what? That is very fair. Um... And there's another theme that I really wish they would have touched upon a lot more, because I think that is personally how I would go about this. Like, who the 
one bad person is because there's one blonde girl who mentions like who do we want to kill maybe they want us to only select one person to kill and yeah at that point they've already killed off a few racist people and the guy who beat his girlfriend but like you know that's what i would have done like who's the bad person like again Mm -hmm. human morality are people good bad john Locke theory we could spend a whole episode on that but the the goal i I would have wanted to have killed the people that seemed most interested in their own Mm self-preservation so that it could have just come down to the people that seemed to have more of a okay we need to decide as a group who we want to save so it could become a philosophical discussion and not a i want to try to be the last one alive so that at least some dignity could be preserved mm. true, true true yeah yeah all right yeah so uh buckle up or else you're gonna die in a horrible car accident because mm. we are going to the ending next so so you actually drink this what 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 water water what what water what uh, what yeah, I need to say hydrated. It also has branch chain amino acids in it, which help my muscles recover after working out. <laughs> okay, speaking of which, next time, Hulk. Got it. Uh, tell people you don't go to the gym without telling people you don't go to the gym. I'm going to vote for you now. Boom. Not if I vote for you first. Boom. Tyricker. Michaela? What? You have to decide between us. Oh no, I'm, I'm screwed. It's you the white. Decide or we'll both die. Mm. Well, obviously, I would pick you. Do it. Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, and kittens would pick you too. They're no help. Ha, yes. <laughs> okay. So the ending of the movie. So, um, almost everyone is dead. Basically, the from the annoying to the not so annoying. Yeah, and from the beginning, there's this one guy. He's probably in his early 20s, who has always acted like he was in favor of the idea of leaving it to the child and the pregnant woman to decide which one of them would live. And he made himself the biggest ally of all of them. And they do a very good job of the way he acts and the way he presents himself. There's no way you'd think that he's not genuine. Yeah, so he's basically, you know... He's basically rallying all the troops like, all right, we need, we only need a few more people to be on our side to spare the pregnant woman and the child. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I really think that if you're being honest, the child should have died first because, you know, there's only one thing worse than a rapist. A child. You seriously don't remember that? Mm-mm. I thought a man of culture, you would know, you know. It's the people, there's only one thing worse than a rapist. He pulls down the thing, it's like a child. I forget, what is that from? It's just a vine. It's from, like, some ob- obscure web series. Okay, you know, I know I've seen it before, but I couldn't remember the exact reference. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, this is just minus no. Mm-mm. Just no credibility now. I know. You are obsolete, obsolete, obsolete! Wait, people on your podcast have that inside joke, too? It's not just your friends like me that have to deal with that? No, I just spat off obscure references in hopes people would like me more. <laughs> It's okay. We can't always be successful in our efforts. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so the ending. So he's basically rallying all the troops and, you know, counting numbers, making sure they making sure his side is good. He has, you know, some we can see he is tricky at one point because at one point there's only five people left. 
the pregnant girl, him, the young child, the main guy, blonde guy, who's just kind of, who's the main guy who wants to kill the pregnant woman and the child. So that it really, like, he views all life as 100%, well, he's not being philosophical about it. Like, theoretically, his position is he views everyone there as equal to give himself the best chance of survival. (laughs) And this old guy who says nothing the entire time. Yeah, which there is... It's hard to tell if he was doing that from a moral standpoint or a, from a trying-to-blend-in standpoint. Because if he was just doing it because he felt no, wanted no moral culpability, mad props to that guy. If he was yeah. just doing it to survive, then he's just a slime ball like everyone else. But he literally never speaks, and his body <laughs> language doesn't really tell us that much. So we don't even know. We don't even know what the deal was with that guy. He can honestly just be a mannequin for all we know. I think, I'm pretty sure Holly's been more expressive than him. Yes. And so... Then he basically tells blonde guy, he's like, hey, let's just vote for that guy. And then he's like, okay. And then he gives the pregnant woman a knowing look like, let's do it, it's time. And so then they vote for him and he's like, wait. And then he gets zapped. So The blonde guy. Yeah. yeah. And so we know he's a bit sneaky. So then it eventually boils down mm-hmm. to him, the or the young guy, and the two in question. The pregnant woman and the child. Yeah, because they kill the old guy next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... <laughs> Christian figured this out kind of quickly, and so did Michaela. Mm-hmm. And so, eventually, he basically was like, I can't make this decision for you. It has to be used to. But when I'm gone, you guys have to make a decision. And then he basically pressures them to make a decision. The young girl says, I'll do it. Like, for the baby, he's like, okay, we'll go together. And that's kind of when you... Yeah, as soon as he <laughs> said, they, we'll go together, there's... I, I can't explain it. I don't know if it's that I just read it from the way it was written, or if the actor actually had some subliminal twinkle in his eye. I'm not sure. I really, I'd have to re I need to rewatch that scene. Or it might have been both. But, yeah, I was like, oh, no. Okay, this guy's been playing it all along. Yeah. Or yeah. he maybe thought he felt that way, but ended up pussing yeah. out at the end, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, and so, right when the girl stepped out, he voted really quickly for the pregnant woman, and and he's the only one left surviving. But wait, there's more. He basically, <clears throat> he basically is like, all right, now what? What's the end? Am I not effing good enough for you? You can't do this to me. What? You can't do this to me. You know how much I've sacrificed. Uh, okay, Dr. Oz. Not that Dr. Oz, but <laughs> of Oscorp. <laughs> and so... And then the light goes on again, and it the, the light means a tie, by the way. Mm-hmm. And it's him and the bump on the mm-hmm. pregnant girl. Mm-hmm. And so he has to make the decision to kill the baby, or to kill the fetus in the womb. Or, I don't know how, I don't know what trimester it is. She didn't even know the gender, so kill the fetus, mm-hmm. kill the baby, kill... She seemed pretty big, though, so I feel like she'd be around... Maybe four or five or six months, like somewhere in the middle. Which, yeah, that's what I would have guessed. Um, okay. I feel like now you you would know by then who the gender is, but it is possible either she didn't want to tell them who it was, or like if that would have made a difference, like, oh, it's a girl, or oh, it's a boy, so we should or should not yeah. vote for her. Or maybe she decided just like, you know, to have it be a surprise or something. But it looked like, because if you're only like two or three months, you like, you can barely tell and it seemed like pretty obvious for her that she was like she seemed bigger not like she was about to have it luckily because i think that <laughs> would have made stressful. it difficult yeah but um i think probably just somewhere in the middle like probably mid 
phase of pregnancy was like I think where she was at yeah. with how big she was. So in the end, he had to kill the baby. Yeah, separately. Mm-hmm. Which actually, the thing I was referencing in the last segment, right. I as soon as that happened and I started to think about it, I was like, wait a minute. So does that mean that if it had just come down to the pregnant woman, she would have had to have killed her child no. to get out. And, and nine, nine. Yeah, so explain, <laughs> explain okay. what you told me. So I saw a video on this, so I can't take credit for it. Although I am a genius, everyone knows that. So um, basically, how I see it is, it's like a motorcycle and a sidecar. I'm probably the first person in all of history to compare a pregnant woman to a motorcycle and a sidecar. But you know, if if it works, it works. So. I have heard them liken to a submarine when they go swimming. So. That is true. So, a motorcycle and a sidecar, you can say, is one, right? It's one vehicle. It's one unit. Mm -hmm. However, if the motorcycle, although that's the main power source, gets cut off or or destroyed or they're somehow separated, the sidecar can still go on for a little while. Mm -hmm. And because there's not a lot of time between it, they detected life. The aliens, like, detected life, and it can still go on. So, it was the only, it was another life force that had to, you know be initiated as a player although when they're when the mom is still alive it's still one yeah which and i which does make sense and this is further backed up because after the guy kills the baby it immediately cuts to him being in the los angeles river like he just wakes up there and you see the spaceships all up in the sky rotating doing their flying saucery stuff and he like it's showing him walking up out of the la river and uh, he comes up to another crowd of people, and he sees that they're all vulnerable people. They're children. Mostly. They're pregnant women. Things like that. So that the fact that there are pregnant women there does show that had it had the pregnant woman survived, as you know, mathematically makes the most sense because a two for one deal. <laughs> um, you know, had it come down to that, she wouldn't have had to have killed her killed her own child to survive i mean theoretically the child could have but the problem is the child doesn't know what's going on because it's inside the womb or mm-hmm. yeah it was the child all along he was controlling the entire thing <laughs> no <laughs> this is like a whole new level of the butler did it <laughs> so the fetus did it <laughs> so um one thing that's interesting about this movie is i was kind of expecting a twist but not like that mm-hmm you see, honestly, when I was watching this, I was thinking that the old guy who literally said and did nothing, he never voted. Even when they were asking him to vote, he just kind of stared at them blankly. I thought he would be like an alien and that would be the big twist. And then they'd go from there. But mm-hmm. it wasn't. It was like really straightforward. Or that the twist was maybe the fact that he never voted at all. Like it was some sort of ethical test by the aliens. And they were mm-hmm. like, he, he has no blood on his hands. He is one of the good ones. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, the the twist I thought was really smart and kind of came out of nowhere, but we all saw he's sneaky. But you know what? That was, that was a good twist. It really caught the audience off guard till, you know, we actually see him a little bit more forcefully telling the girl to step off because mm-hmm. at the end he's like, do it! Like, more with a sense of urgency, not nurturing, just like Emperor Palpatine. Do it! Mm. And so... I want to talk about his plan a little bit mm-hmm. and why he survived. First of all, he didn't spout off his own personal bias or opinion. He didn't say like, oh, these people are bad or I hate everyone here. Or like, screw all of you. He was very calm the entire time, level-headed, said what he needed to say, but wasn't completely silent. 
people try to plethora of things. Like, there's even someone who faked being a wife, faked being married. Yeah, so that they could play the sympathy card of, like, oh, you don't want to kill a spouse in front of their other spouse, and things like that, or, like, oh, if you're going to kill one of us, kill me, I want my wife to live, which then makes people think, oh, you're one of the good ones, we'll keep you alive longer. (laughs) Yeah. And so, uh, he basically just kind of, you know, he basically, uh, says, says nothing, the one thing that I saw that was really unique about him is he gets together a team of people, mm-hmm. a special team called the Avengers. And it turns out that this experiment was actually done by Thanos to help thin the population. Yes, all, Avengers alternative ending. It was a really long deleted scene the entire time. Exactly. And then Doctor Strange, you know, uses the time stone to tweak time. And yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. happened. <laughs> and uh, so, anyways, what happens is he rallies a team. Now, there are other people that were also kind of trying to lead the entire thing. One of them was the young guy that I mentioned in the beginning that wanted to kill off all the old people, but he didn't really have a team. He just kind of had mob rule behind him, and if the mob turns on you, which it did, you're gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the soldier was also trying to lead it, but he also said that he didn't really want the leadership position. Everyone kind of looked to him for answers, but he's like, I've already done my time serving. I don't want to sacrifice anymore. And so he rallied together a team. He got people on his side. There's something good about being on a team. You know, with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we like going to sports ball games. You know, base, you know, sp- baseball, football, sports ball for you who don't doesn't watch sports. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, sports ball. Yeah, no, I I I love it when uh, Tiger Woods gets a touchdown, Alan, after the seventh inning stretch. It's great. It's absolutely <laughs> great. And doesn't um, doesn't Wayne Gretzky also slam dunk too after that? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! And it was it was so unfortunate when Ayrton Senna passed when he got uh, hit in the head with a hockey puck. Ah. No, I'm kidding. Actually, I probably care more about racing than I do about sports, <laughs> even though I don't follow it religiously. But. <laughs> yeah. So um, he got together a team of people, and he didn't spat off his own opinion, and that's how he lived. He played. He was very sympathetic the entire time, didn't try to deceive anyone until the very end. But, yeah. Well, and also, he again, he did a very good job of fooling everyone, including the audience, to thinking he was truly a moral actor. And to be fair, it's entirely possible that there's two ways you could look at him. Either he was the most manipulative and vile of everyone, mm-hmm. or he played the moral game and eventually realized he didn't have what it was ta- what it takes to sacrifice himself. Right. And he although the ending where he walks out I'm having a hard time remembering his facial expressions. Was it more one of guilt or was it more one of I'm alive? Because it wasn't super pronounced. Yeah, it wasn't like, you know, we see his entire facial expression. Um, but I think we can tell by the end and what he did in the end. He he felt really bad when he had to kill the baby in yeah. the womb at the very end. You can tell he felt like he's like, oh, no, I didn't think. Oh, no, I didn't think I'd have to actually do this. Mm hmm. So then, yeah, I think I think there's a good argument to be made that he might have actually been genuine at one point and yeah. then changed his tune. We really can't know. Yeah. Um, then, and it makes me think of the, everyone else in the circle, like, that were the moral people. Like, were they, were they also 
just faking it, or were they actually genuine? I think the only people that we can definitively know were moral actors are the people that sacrificed themselves at various times, such as there was this um, a different businessman than the blowhard <laughs> that proved to be homophobic. This businessman who sacrificed himself for the 16-year-old, even though it was a, not to be cold, pointless sacrifice, really, probably would have been nice to have had him around to vote. But, I mean, yeah. still, that he was obviously selfless. He sacrificed himself. Or the 16-year-old, obviously yeah. selfless. The, the child was selfless because she was willing to sacrifice herself for the baby. Yeah. And th- there was also a minister involved as well. And he was also clearly selfless because he killed himself in one of the final rounds. Yeah. Which he, I, I, I can't remember. What was the exact... Was he just buying more time or what was the story with him? The minister? Like, yeah. Why he sacrificed himself? Yeah. Why did he sacrifice himself? I actually can't remember. Um, It wasn't really pronounced. I think just... He was actually set it up. He was he was praying to guys like, oh God, please forgive me. And we thought like, oh, the blonde jerk swayed him. But he, I, I think he just wanted to, you know, just end end that and mm-hmm. him because it was just too much for him i think mm-hmm. i think it wasn't like really pronounced but yeah um there were definitely a few people that i think yeah like you were saying the only ones that sacrificed themselves we can definitively say mm-hmm. yeah cancer lady did seem kind of sympathetic toward that said that there's two people in the pregnant woman the you know the pregnant woman and her child so i think she would have been moral the psychology student was very moral the entire time mm-hmm and well, but the thing is, too, though, with the people that didn't sacrifice themselves, if they had taken the same character, the young guy who ends up being the sole survivor, and he had been the one who killed and you interchanged any of the other seemingly mm. virtuous characters for him, <laughs> it, it could have been exactly the same. Yeah. So the truth is, you are right. We really can't know who was actually virtuous yeah. unless they actually had to prove it. And most yeah. of them didn't end up having to prove it because they were killed at one time or other. Yeah. Like, there's there's another man who sacrificed himself. He's a Hispanic man. He didn't say anything the entire time. Well, in English. He didn't speak any English. Oh, yeah, there was him. There um, was him. One thing that I think is unique about him is that he was actually in a deadlock tie between the, him and the girl. And he looked at the girl, and you can see that he was remembering his own daughters. He had mm-hmm. daughters. And so that's why he sacrificed himself. Again, a virtuous person. Yes. And then there was... A few other people who also weren't virtuous that wanted to kill them. Like, there's one man that was behind them. They're kind of like all, you know, if you guys remember school photos, you know, find a window, look in the window. Mm-hmm. Between two people, he was kind of in the window, and he says, well, let's just kill them both. And he lunges at them, but then, zappy zap. Yeah, it, it was pretty safe to say who wasn't a great human being in the movie. It's it, yeah. it, it was it's just difficult to know who was actually um, working towards the goal of, again, if... If there's a bunch of people that's going to die, we should get the biggest bang for our buck. Again, who doesn't love a buy one, get one free deal? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. And that's basically how the whole story, that's how it it unfolds. You know, they have to figure out who they want to kill. And normally if you're like, if you're not virtuous, if you're kind of a jerk about everything, if you talk too much, Mm -hmm. aka Beth. Yeah. The woman who gave her whole life story. Oh, yeah. Like, that, 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 that was actually kind of sad, though, because it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, you tell us your life story, and then she just tells them, and, and she's nice about it, and then they just offer right yeah. then and there. It's like, okay. And the cancer lady says, like, it, it's okay, you did great. And then 
they, she dies. Probably yeah. just because of default, just like, okay, she's talking as well. Yeah. Or, oh, she, or I think the key thing is she said she was single and didn't have any children. Oh. And there's right. even one guy that commented that, to be fair. It was one of the guys that is really cares more about self-preservation. But I could see how even someone being virtuous might be like, okay, we know that um, they leave no one behind. She has cats, though. I have cats. I mean, that is sad, but of all animals, like if they were dogs, they need their human to come home. Yeah, Holly, if you, got, if you guys died tomorrow, Holly could go get all of the lizards and mice that she would need to survive. She'd be fine. She had a dog too, though. Oh. A terrier mix. There, huh? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that, one, that one's kind of, that, that's a bummer. Yeah. Hopefully Fido can get into the pantry. Hopefully he's one of those kinds of dogs. <laughs> yes. I have faith in him. He's smart. Yeah, um, so yeah, that's basically what his plan was and why it worked. And yeah, it leaves you thinking, were the other ones that didn't sacrifice themselves but still on the same team actually virtuous? We may never know. So now it's the part of Wrap it up, slap them up, send it to you guys. Ah, darn, I don't think that recorded. Okay, so wait, what is a circle again? Circle has three pointy sides, right? No, it's got... it's either four or five pointy sides. I, I was thinking it was the four pointy sides with okay. the 90 degree angles. Right, but right, maybe right. it's actually the the one that is like, you know, it's got five lines on each side with five points. Maybe. Or... Yeah, yeah it, look, it, looks, it looks sort of like that building that we have our uh, military brass in, sort of, maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, wait, or... Because isn't that called the circle? Yeah, I think yeah, that's called, it's called the circle. Yeah, it's called the circle, yeah. Glad we straightened that out. Yeah, I'm glad we did. I'm glad we did. Do you agree with us, Michaela? Yeah. Are we on the right... Are, are, is circle a different shape? Mm, I don't know. I think it's pretty round with no pointy sides. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's... That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> you mean those stupid things they were standing on? Yeah. <laughs> With the military, yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they wouldn't make it that obvious. No, that's that's just too tough. <laughs> Someone pressed record. Oh, Willow, that was Willow. <laughs> it had to be Willow. It's always the cat, yes. <laughs> Dang it, Willow. So, in the end, the circle is a very interesting philosophical movie. It asks a bunch of questions about human nature and how maybe to survive this and what you have to do and would you have the guts to do it? And what would you do in that situation? That's, that's the main thing. Cause we all have different ideas on what to do. Cause let's face it, no one wants to die, but it'd be hard to make a decision between that. It would. And it's also a, a very good piece of filmmaking in the sense of all the acting was very good. And it's a very, it's a movie that is a very difficult one to do well because it is a wholly dialogue-driven movie. But also that makes it a very low-budget movie to make it look very good, too. Yeah, true, true. Because I, I will say that while everything looked good overall, all the low-budget stuff really didn't show until the very end because the spaceships, mm. the CGI did look a little bit... Um, it was good enough for the purposes, but it definitely wasn't... Uh, it wasn't Avatar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And again, there was, speaking on that, there's no big actors, which really helped because you'd have to see Jim Halpert try to face off against, you know, Captain America. And, yeah. uh, yeah, so or you'd have to see, uh, 
Arnold Schwarzenegger get in an argument with, I don't know, let's throw in someone historic, Humphrey Bogart. That'd be pretty interesting. <laughs> or Winston Churchill. Wait, he's not an actor. Oh, wait, you're right. Never mind. Who was the guy that played him in uh, uh, the movie about him that came out recently? Oh. Dark, uh, Darkest Hour. Or oh, man, I remember seeing the ads for that. Right now. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't see that one either. I should have. I'm sure it's a good movie. But... So, the guy who survived, he had a strategy in mind, and that strategy played perfectly. He wanted to get together a team, seem sympathetic so that people wouldn't kill him off, not spout out his own opinion, and it worked. But he had to make a very hard decision. And now, he gets to walk around on Earth with everyone else who was chosen to survive, and when they see that he's not a pregnant woman or a child... They'll know that in all likelihood, he's a schmuck. Yeah. Because what are the... Chi- well, unless he tries to lie and say, oh, there there was no one young or anything like that in my circle. He's, he's a good liar, so... Yeah, he is a good liar, so he could pull that off. But he's also probably racked with guilt and everyone's staring at him knowing, like, he did it. He had to make the hard decision. He'll probably break eventually, like... He doesn't seem like a, to- a a sociopath where he doesn't show any regard to human nature. No, he just seems like spine- just- he just seems spineless in a sense of not being able to sacrifice himself. I'm glad I'm glad you explained that because he does have a spine. He he stands up straight the entire film. So. Yeah, he yeah he he wasn't a sponge. This one, this movie did not feature SpongeBob again. No major actors. Yeah. Let's 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 be real. SpongeBob. <laughs> Hey, 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 I, I want to, I have money, so everyone should let me live. Hey, hey, hey. Wajiro Tomora. Oh, darn it, I, I used to be able to do a Squidward. I'm not going to. Wajiro Tomora, please stop. I want to practice my clarinets all, so I want to laugh. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good laugh, though. Yes. Uh, so anyways, Michaela, do you have any closing remarks? Although I couldn't think of. Alright, Christian, do you have anything you want to say? Uh, I think that we summed it up all there. Uh, it's a very good movie. I would definitely recommend watching it. And like Jacob said, it's it's not that long. Yeah. Alright, so um, thank you for listening. And um, yeah, season three is coming. It's already here. I have some great surprises planned for you guys. Some more guest stars. Um, maybe there's another Survivor episode with you guys in it um yeah so oh i told you something and i have a motto for post credits it is now we are now post credits podcast rants and references yes and also i would like to interject for him since he probably won't say it for himself make sure you keep supporting him because he needs the ad revenue to feed his kitties because he's a father now (laughs) i certainly do i do need to feed some kitties yep All right, yeah. So that's all for this episode. And roll credits.